What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Felicia Jasmine, coming back to y'all with another episode of College by Heard the Podcast. Thank y'all so much for still rocking with me on this podcast. We got a lot of great feedback from the imposter syndrome episode from last week. Um, so just know we will definitely be bringing y'all some more mental health stuff real soon. But this week, we're going to keep it a little light because, you know, I don't want to overwhelm the people. But I hope y'all week has gotten off to a great start. And if not, then don't even stress because it is a lot of time to turn that around. Um, So of course, some of y'all share some small wins with me from the past week. Um, And just August as a whole, like y'all, it's September. That is absolutely insane. We have four more months left and then it's going to be 2020. Like, I don't even understand how that's the thing, but whatever. Um, So someone shared that they completed their first internship in the month of August and that that was a win for them. Um, As far as a win for me, in August I shared, um, well in August I actually read my devotional and I journaled every single day um, for all what 30 days 31 days of the month so that's definitely a win for me um and as far as last week specifically i wrote down my personal and professional goals for the rest of the year and so for me that was a dope way to bring in september because it gave me a little boost to get stuff done um which was nice and i don't know about y'all but I've been in situations where it's been stuff on my to-do list forever and I get so annoyed with still seeing it on there that that's the only reason it gets done is because I'm tired of looking at it. So that's me basically. Like September, I'm like all of this stuff that I said I was going to do this month, that month, before the year's out, like I'm doing it this month because I'm literally annoyed. So yeah, I mean (laughs) however it gets done honestly at this point. But um yeah so this week in one of my favorite parts of the show y'all need to go ahead and check out breaking down stigma breaking down stigma is an online mental health community that finds it important to break down the stigma concerning all things mental health Um, in order to do this they provide a platform and a safe space for people to tell their authentic stories people share what they have been through with mental health um, to not only help themselves but with others There are mental health professionals who are also a part of the community, so they are able to provide professional opinions and input in addition to these people who have actually dealt with things like bipolar disorder or depression or other things like that. And so these people are able to work together to ultimately change the reputation of mental health. And so you can find out more. Um, about them at breakingdownstigma.com and I will include the link to that in the show notes. I do realize that last week I forgot to include Destiny's email in the show notes so I'm gonna include that as well. No worries but yeah go ahead and check them out breakingdownstigma.com and support someone dope this week because I mean it's free. So this week is when like classes start start like you know in august it's kind of like the preschool year you get your you know get a syllabus get the field then it's labor day you got a long weekend and now it's like i'm in college so it's like september semester's off to a start and with all of that in mind i just figured we could talk a little bit more about what the transition um that is so very clear between a high school classroom and a college classroom looks like so let's jump right into it um we talked last week about academics a little bit um when we talked about imposter syndrome but basically all of y'all are smart like we know that i'm 
I personally am one of those people who believe that everybody is smart in their own way, which that's just my personal opinion. But also to you're just smart if you're listening to this podcast, because I mean, you're listening. <laughs> um, but anyway, so as far as doing well in college, it's kind of like, okay, so now what? I think for me personally, the biggest thing was realizing that in high school, I wasn't really doing a whole bunch of studying. You know, it was memorizing vocab words right before quiz. You know, you was glancing at the list, stuffing it in your book bag, taking the 10 matching question quiz and going on about your day. Um, but for me in high school, it was a lot about memorizing. Like, I hated science, so I kind of thugged that out as far as classes go. Um, but subjects like world history and things like that, like I'm a word and story type of person so when it came to history it was kind of easy for me to remember like oh this country fought them um they took this from that and like it was just easy for me to piece things together because I'm a story type of person so overall high school was kind of like a minimum effort situation um which like I said I kind of hit on this a little bit last week when talking about how imposter syndrome effect affected me as I um transitioned into college but this week I wanted to touch a little bit more on the academic side of that transition um so yeah, so in high school, you know, it was just a lot of basic recall recognition. Like if it was multiple choice, I was able to like, ooh, I recognize that word. Let's pick that answer. Cool. You know, very surface level. And like I said, this is for me. So this was my experience. Y'all might have went to some harder high schools. And I took a few AP classes, so those were challenging. Um, but yeah overall just very surface level um so i think i can count on one hand how many exams i had that were multiple choice in college so let me just go on record by saying that that's absolutely childish and annoying but anyway i had a professor in my freshman year who told me about the six levels of cognition and how college was going to test all of them whereas for a lot of people in high school um you often only use and apply three of those levels of cognition so you may be asking what are these levels of cognition um so the six levels of cognition are knowledge comprehension application analysis synthesis and evaluation so being that the way i was getting tested was changing i figured like i should probably change the way i'm studying too right like if that's changing, clearly I kind of have to change to, you know, match that. And so I kind of got this feeling like, okay, memorization, you know, it wasn't going to get me quite far. So I kind of started to um, experiment. And so by that, I mean experimenting in different ways of studying. And so this came in all types of forms. Um, so me kind of looking at oh do flashcards work for me do um does just reviewing a powerpoint and reading over my notes work for me um does studying in this library where it's loud does that help me because it's movement or do i like this library where it's dead silent do i like studying in groups and talking things out do i like being alone do i like being in my room do i like being in a lounge do i like music no music like all of these different aspects of what is the best environment and best way for me to understand this information and do well on an exam? Um, so as you can see, I just mentioned like a whole bunch of different factors. Um, and so I just begun to experiment with different 
combinations of studying. So based on what that professor was telling me, it was pretty much like, all right, you're here. You definitely got here. So you're smart. No doubt about it. But let's see how we can make sure you're successful here. Um, so, for example, you know, you could have one exam where you have to synthesize a lot of information and write an essay about it. So for me, like in that type of scenario, I would review PowerPoints and notes and talk out loud and make sure I could rephrase stuff and really understand it. I had this one class that was super big on analysis and the professor hated when you summarize. So for that, I really had to make sure that I understood the information um, and was able to analyze and critically think about the information in a way that wasn't just me repeating everything that the professor gave us on a PowerPoint. So a big part of that for me was also talking to professors and asking in class, which this almost always comes up naturally, but asking like, you know, what is going to be on the exam, but also to like, how is the exam structured? Like, are you giving me essay questions? Is it multiple choice? Is it whatever? Um, I had a lot of exams where they would be like, you know, we'll provide seven short answer and you pick four and answer. And so in those situations, I love those because, I mean, of course, you're going to pick the four that you feel most comfortable talking about. Um, and it'd be a struggle when, you know, you're only <laughs> comfortable talking about two or three and you like, all right, this fourth one, we're going to pray about it and keep it pushing. But anyway, um, so, yeah, definitely, you know, finding out from your professors what they're looking for on the exams. And that will definitely help you to figure out how you want to study, because, you know, if they're just asking you, oh, I want you to know the dates of this stuff. Then, of course, memorization is going to be, you know, more your best bet. But if they're asking you, I'm going to want to know why such and such fought this war or, you know, what were the pros and cons of them being involved? You know, that's a lot more than just being like it happened in 1942. Like, you know, so yeah, definitely find that stuff out from your professors um, beforehand. So you know what's going on, you'll know how the information will be presented. And then you can do the like you can study the best way possible so for me y'all in biology i hate science i don't know if i said this before but it just was not for me and so um in science biology 101 to be exact which i definitely blocked out that entire experience because it was a nightmare but a lot of that class was application and so it would be the question would be something you completely didn't learn but you were supposed to apply something you learned to help you figure out the answer to that I thought that was the dumbest method of learning um possible but you know I'm not a professor so that's not up to me to decide but um that was difficult for me and so I studied for the exam the way I thought that I should and, you know, talk with people. We like had study meetings, whatever. Then I got that first exam back and I was like, oh, sis, you got to do something different next time because that is not it. And then I took my butt to office hours, which brings me to office hours. Go like go for real, for real. Just go because um, 
One, getting to know your professors. It's just always helpful, whether that be because you actually need help or just to get to know them because you don't know what you're to do after, whether it's grad school. And even if it's not after, there could be a position on campus or an internship over the summer you're wanting to apply to. Um, and you know, you're, my, you're gonna need a recommendation or a lot of times you'll need a recommendation from a professor. And so definitely if you're thinking about doing something after your freshman year in college um, that summer, you know, it's gonna be coming from your first year teachers because you've only been in college for a year. So definitely getting to know them, going to office hours because um, I'll speak for UNC. I'm pretty sure this is the case at other colleges, but like professors are mandated to have them. So that means they office hours are from two to four. They're literally have to sit in their office from two to four with their door open. And a lot of times don't nobody be there. Like they be there twiddling their thumbs or reading the newspaper. So when I used to show up, one, they would be happy. And then professors, they'd be feeling flattered because they want to, you know, they want to talk about themselves. They want to know why you're in the class. What are you interested in? Like, they want to tell you about their research, all that stuff. So pretty much in all ways, it's going to work out in your favor. You're going to get to know them, build that connection. If you need help, you get help. And if not, then you just actually met your professor face to face which helps you in a lot of situations because, you know, say something comes up, it could be a family emergency, it could be your computer crashed halfway through your paper, it could be whatever. And if you reach out to your professor and if you're like, you know, such and such happened or this happened, I got to go home, I'm gonna miss this, you're, they're more likely to, now I'm not saying they're you know, gonna give you an extension or whatever, but they are more likely to listen to you or recognize your email for, be for, you know, lack of better words, because they know you and they met you and they can put a face with a name and you're just not somebody in sociology one-on-one. -on -one. So it's just helpful all around. And a reason this was helpful for me in biology, um, transparent moment was because then you don't look crazy at the end of the semester when you in the office crying, which ding, 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 that was me. So I took biology one-on-one -on -one as a junior. Um, a lot of people take it as freshmen because they're taking other classes throughout their career where they need bio one-on-one -on -one as a prerequisite. But like I said, I hated science. I was psychology, bachelor of arts. So I didn't do bachelor of science because I did not want to take science classes. So all I had to take was bio one-on-one. -on -one. I put it off all freshman year, all sophomore year. I was like, nah, junior year. I was like, okay, whatever. So I was annoyed. I was in there, hated science. Um, like I said, my exam scores were not the best, but I was going to office hours. I was going to tutoring. I was going to all these things. And like, y'all, I just was not getting it, which is why I do not like science because it literally like does not matter how much I apply myself, studying, resources, whatever. Like it just, it just does not click. And so I literally was in my professor's office hours like, crying because I was about to get a D in biology which means I would have had to retake it because for major classes you had to get a C or higher and I was telling her I was like ma'am I'm about to be a senior this is the only science class I need like I'm not retaking it I was like you can see from my exam scores if I retook this class nothing would change like why would you want to put both of us through this and it was just it's funny now looking back on it in the moment it definitely wasn't funny but looking back on it it's hilarious because I was like girl like we you gotta see me here and she basically said in so many words like I've seen your determination throughout the semester you work hard and it was funny because she was kind of looking like 
I mean, you're just kind of really bad at science. Of course, she ain't say that, but that's basically what she said. So, you know, she ended up curving some exam scores for everybody, which kind of still put me at a C minus. And I think for a major class, you have to have a C or higher. So then she still basically had to like, you know, help me do some stuff to get a C. And when I tell you, I thanked the Lord up above. But anyway, all of that was to say office hours in that situation definitely worked in my favor because if I just would have popped up, you know, April 30th, like, girl, the semester's about to be over. Can you do something? She probably would have been looking at me like I was crazy. So that's my little spiel on office hours. Um, I also touched on tutoring services. Y'all take advantage of them. I know so many schools have a million and one free services whether it's through library through your learning center peer tutoring just do it especially if you need help um take advantage of that and also to know someone in your class get to know someone in your class so if you walk into the class and you're like i don't know nobody in here homegirl sitting beside you be like can i get your email can i get your number because then when you're not there or when she's not there you know y'all can be like such and such he said this or the paper got moved up or the paper got moved back because when i tell you ain't nothing worse than a deadline being changed or something changing you don't know because you wasn't there because that happened to me and i was pissed i came to class and I stayed up all night working on the paper. And then somebody was like, oh, yeah, the paper got moved to next week. What? Yeah, she said that last week in class. All right, bet. And did not send out an email. So if you wasn't in class, you just wasn't going to know that. So don't let that be you. So definitely have someone in class that you can kind of um, have their number and stay in contact with. And that can be somebody you study with, all that good stuff. Another thing as far as classes go when that syllabus used to come around, me personally, I would always skip to one part um, about the attendance policy. Sue me. I don't care. But it was the part I will always read because, you know, a lot of people can assume, oh, all my classes are the same. This professor allows this, so I'm just whatever. No, because when the end of the semester pops up and, you know, your final grade is looking like another part of the alphabet you're like what and then you look at the syllabus and it's like if you miss more than three classes that's two letter grades off your final grade and now you over here at a d when you're supposed to have a b so definitely read that policy because it's helpful um especially you know when stuff can get tricky maybe you have like three classes on thursday and for one of your classes you can have unlimited absences and for one of them you can have none you know it's just nice to be able to keep track of absences and all of that stuff so you know at the end of the semester you're not caught off guard um so yeah and let me say let me end off by saying clearly I am not an academic counselor y'all so these are just my experiences and opinions so please consult with qualified people at your school as needed don't be telling your mama or nobody that you know you ain't study for a test because I told you so or you was in office hours doing I don't know just listen to the professionals these are just you know some of my experiences if you will that I'm sharing with y'all so that hopefully you do not have to go through the same things that I went through as far as you know crying in office hours and not knowing about a deadline being changed because you didn't have nobody you know phone number in your class 
So yeah, overall, the point of this episode was to just talk a little more about academics and college and how, you know, studying is so different. Obviously, it's different for everybody, but even for yourself, um, studying you know, can change between classes. So just be flexible, be open to new strategies. You know, one class you might be like, studying in a group is great. Another class you might be like, nah, I need silence for this. And so just know that it's all up to you. You have the power to make all of these decisions. Um, Like I always say, that's the beauty of college because you just create your own journey. So yeah, that's all I have for y'all this week. Just a few announcements before we get out of here. Once again, College by Her has a dope newsletter that comes out from time to time. And I just want to say the one for the month of September is popping. It's a lot of resources in there and it's just good stuff. So if you would like to be a part of our community and receive resources, updates, and other good stuff about college and mental health, DM us on Instagram at College by Her. So you can get plugged in. And as always, if y'all have any suggestions or questions for the podcast, inbox us. Send it to our Instagram at College by Her. Make sure y'all follow us on there as well. And also subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Because I mean, what are you waiting on? Y'all done made it to the end of yet another episode. So I know that you're really rocking with me. So thank you again. And you know, you can leave us a review too if you feel friendly. And then tell a friend to tell a friend. But um, I hope y'all have an amazing week. Happy September. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.